You that. whining is making me like annoyed. No, get it. Wow. It's a virus. I get it. Like I respect. I respect it, coronavirus. Like, <laughs> she thinks that's gonna save her ass. Coronavirus. Like, I respect you. Yeah, people are gonna die. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. oh, no. Are y'all done? Do you see my new favorite test sticker, though? Test sticker? Test -sticker? Your, your test sticker? <laughs> We're all gonna die because of coronavirus. You just gotta suck the virus out of people. And where does the virus come out of? Their dick. <laughs> you have to keep it in your mouth. What the fuck else are you gonna put it up your ass? Welcome back to Unsystematic. This is season two, episode four. And today we're going to be talking about death. <laughs> Jeez, okay. The death. Way to be blunt. Death. Specifically, Maybe. we're going to be talking about some of these people that sent in some letters. So. <laughs> okay, fine. Michelle's a fidgeter. You know what you need? You need like a fidget spinner I or do. something. Y'all are both fidget... Fitters. Fitters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't sit no, still. It's just, I think it's one of those things like when we have a table and there's stuff on the table, we all feel the need to mess with it at some point. <laughs> or when you know you have to sit still, like <laughs> you want, you You're need to like, fidget. You're just like, ooh, paper. Oh, but dude. Okay, so yes, I'm that person that if there's something there, I have to touch it, but I hate when other people touch the stuff that it's not theirs. Does that make sense? You're like, bitch, it's mine. Don't touch That's Leo stuff. and you. Yeah. Selfish. Oh, but I just I just end up stealing her food anyway. No. Or like, touching her shit. So back whenever I had my previous job, we would decorate like the the desk with like different holiday shit and kids and even adults would have, feel the need to touch everything. And I'm like, why? Like where... We'd have, like, these containers and put, like, pine cones in them for Christmas. And so, like, these little balls, they were, like, the microbead-type ball thingies. Mm -hmm. And so people would, like, just stick their fingers in there. And I'm like, what are you doing? Stop touching it. But then I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, but it's, like, co common courtesy because it's the same. When I decorate our stations, for Halloween especially, I put spider webs all over the station. What do they do? They take the child to the station, and they're like, oh, and they try to grab the spider off of it. You're messing up my hard work. And I don't know if y'all try putting spider webs up, but oh, it's yeah. the hardest it's thing. It's perfect. And he's, yes, and it takes oh, a while it to get done. It is so hard. But, yeah, so we're fidgety. Why can't I say fidgety. that? Fidgety type of people. Yeah. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm respectful. If it's not mine, I won't touch it. Yeah. But if it's yours, I'll touch it. Michelle will touch. Yeah. I don't okay. think I grab y'all's things that much. No, Michelle's the worst one. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's how you know she was an only child. <laughs> Ew, friends. Yeah. <laughs> this is mine now. This is mine. Yeah. Especially with food. If Bernice has food and I want some, I'll just take it. See, and I think I'm the type. I'm like super OCD <laughs> with stuff. Like, I don't even like people drinking from my straw. Yeah. I won't let even my mother do it. I get oh, mad well, if she drinks, does. Oh, drinks, I don't really do I'm that. Just, you take my fries. And we've yes. Had, this has been like a fucking topic of conversation I every goddamn it. episode. But my fries are my thing. I don't share fries. I know there's a million oh, of them. Oh, she shares with me. What is your quote? Your little Joey? <laughs> I don't share food. <laughs> Joey don't share food. <laughs> oh, Man. well, she shares with me. She don't, though. I, I think I just do it, will, because it because it pisses her yeah. off. Yeah. This is the, yeah, that's how you know she's a fucking only child. Because if she wasn't an only child, like, her older siblings would have beat up on her, and she wouldn't have done it no more. We still love you, though. Yeah. Of course. We automatically know when Michelle says she's not hungry, she's still going to eat. 
<laughs> exactly, yeah. But like, oh, you want to get anything? No. And then you can get your food. I'll have some of that. Yeah, and then you have to share with her. And it's like, God damn it, Michelle. <laughs> it's so funny. We all have little things. Well, yep. What are you going to do? Ow. Slap I mean, the I fuck might, out of you. Yeah, I might take a page out of the axe man's wow so you gonna straight up kill me <laughs> wow Damn. he injured some people he didn't that's kill the last people. time you steal my fries <laughs> you want you want a missing hand i do think i do think uh bernice would kill for fries i might i think she might i mean i think i think she that one i mean depending on how long we're quarantined <laughs> Jeez, can we talk about this this update oh i don't like, know if i want to it's just so stressful mm. Mm-mm. and anxiety inducing oh i had i picked up this guy today and mm-hmm. fucking anyway mm-hmm. i was annoyed with him but he came he went from like talking about the coronavirus to talking about gun control to talking about immigration and i'm like none of these things go hand in hand like Did you pick how? up brian <laughs> <laughs> like seriously no i'm just like uh okay so he said he's gonna so he's definitely for gun for against gun control he wants to have his ar-15 um (laughs) while we're quarantined he said he was on his way to corpus to be with his kids because you know you don't know how bad this thing's gonna get and he don't want people breaking into his kid's house so he's gonna sit on the porch with his ar-15 and i'm like sir i don't blame him (laughs) i feel like me and him should meet Dude, every time I think of, like, people who are just, like, you're going to have to pry my gun from my cold, dead hands. Like, just them hugging the shit out of their guns. Some people do, though. And I know sales have increased in, like, ammunition and all that stuff because of it. But you have to kind of, like, consider people do crazy shit in desperate times. You know, you never know, right? Say, Say just some more crazy outbreak happens. People are going to break into stores. You never know. Well, have you seen the movie Contagion? I watched it last night. Mm-mm. Um, there's a part, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. This movie came out like 11 years hey, ago. Still, oh. you never know. <laughs> Eight, um, nine years ago. My bad. There's this one part where Matt Damon is like self-quarantining in, inside his house with his uh, daughter. And he looks out the window because he hears like some pops go mm-hmm. off. And it's the house across the street, and I guess two guys were in there robbing the house or something, but I guess they shot the people that were in there. Mm. And, yeah. See, and if those people were there with their guns, maybe they wouldn't have gotten in. You know, I didn't realize how many big names were in that movie. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot of cameos. I don't... I don't think I know of it. It's not streaming, so you'll have to pay for it, but... Yeah, I think Oh, you, you don't own it? I don't. But, yeah, uh, the virus is... It's spreading. Yeah. I think it's crazy, because now... I feel like in our last episode, it was kind of... Oh, we're joking about it, which mm-hmm. I'm still gonna fucking joke about it, because, I mean, it's it's the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And I'm, gonna go out, I'm gonna go out happy. Exactly. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. So, but now it, it definitely is to the point where... Okay, maybe we should take it a little serious. But for me personally, still, I'm not taking the virus itself seriously. I'm just taking the aftermath seriously. Like, the virus, I'm like, if we're going to get sick, we're going to get sick. Like, there's no control. Well, it's airborne now. You can't really... Yeah. And there's no control I have in that. Like, if if I'm get it, I'm going to get it. But as far as the economic standpoint of it, I'm kind of... That's where I think my anxiety is more coming in. Like, how do you bounce back from 
something like this. Now, can it be done? Yes. But it's not like the country was in the best state in the first place. You know? So. It's so hard. It's so tough. Alex is keeping me updated on like the, the stock market end of it. And I'm like. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't really... There's nothing we can do. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know what? Support your local businesses, your small businesses. That's something I'm trying to remember is, you know, big companies, they can survive it. Yeah. There's it's just all these little businesses. There's plenty of them to go around. They have shitloads of money. Yeah. Us, so they don't need it. But now that it's getting to the point where now, I think you go into... I think I mentioned it last episode where it's kind of one of those situations where if it doesn't affect me like out of sight out of mind type of thing Mm -hmm. but now i feel like we're in this situation where it does personally affect us and now you're like fuck yeah like monday i walked into work and i was like fully expecting to just go about my day handle cancellations as they come and just take it inch by inch yeah but then i entered in a whole bunch of meetings and that's when shit hit the fan for me because i was like I'm possibly considering being laid off, like fired, or being sent home without no pay. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not an option for me. Like, I have to make money. Like, my rent, my bills, like, they don't just stop. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know if I see people actually firing folks. Like, I feel like, I mean, and I could be wrong. There I don't think anybody should be firing anybody. Like, I get a whole layoff, but it's like a temporary layoff. Like, what are you going to do if you can't pay someone? You can't pay them. Yeah. Well, I've heard of people, I mean, technically, I guess it's considered firing, but they're getting, like, laid off or forced to, like, yeah, go home. Which will be my situation here soon, so. Ugh. I mean, considering it's also spring break, it's also, like, this is a yeah. busy time. typically and right now it's like everything's dead i mean even going downtown and i mean i saw (laughs) i saw south by last year and like it's fucking dead downtown i mean have you seen walking dead though you're talking about like parents are still gonna not gonna have their kids looking crazy man one of the main characters zombies were out they better come get haircuts one of the main characters in walking dead has not cut his hair in like the entirety of the show and every time I see his Wait, ass... Wait, do they show that? They show people getting their hair cut in no. the show? No. No. Well, this dude has not gotten his hair cut. No, no, no. I mean... Since the beginning of the fucking show. You're not wrong. I'm just talking about in the sense of right now. Oh, yeah. If it yeah. gets to the point of that bad, then obviously, if you're bringing your child to him get a haircut, you have a problem. <laughs> like, I would be concerned for you. <laughs> it's his birthday. Where's he going home? <laughs> Who's he hanging out with? No one. We just all got to FaceTime and Skype Slick it other. back. Cut it yourself. Use kitchen shears. We'll fix it later. But. This is a perfect time for me, though, because I'm trying to grow this shit out. More reason to, <laughs> no, to grow it so out. Yeah. I mean, people are getting quarantined. It's getting. It's going to get worse before it gets better, but. That's true. Like, yeah, because apparently we're going to experience like this for, for months after. At least. I feel like at least until summer comes <sighs> is what's going to happen. This is. And obviously, this rainy weather that we're having this week isn't going to make things any easier. This is me. I'm, I'm about to have a full-on panic attack. <laughs> but I'm honestly more worried about not paying my bills than I am at this same virus. Same telling so, you. Yeah. They just need to waive all the, waive all the bills. That's, see, that's what I'm having a panic attack about. Like, not being able to, like, live. 
pretty much. Because my bills are like, Corona, better start. Who? You better have my money. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you better start a little garden outside. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. Dude, I was supposed to like do a garden like a long time ago. Like have a garden, start a garden, whatever the fuck. But that shit ain't happen. I don't even like my neighbors, and I'll be stuck neck in at home. Like, you better. Uh, you're gonna get to know your neighbors I this time. Hate my neighbors. Honestly, we should be getting to know our neighbors because you don't know. You know, girl, you don't have no neighbors. I do. I have neighbors to the right, to the back, to the back of yeah. But back they grew right. a whole bunch of bushes, so I can't see them anymore. That's that, rude. They were prepping for the coronavirus. <laughs> they were. Like, we don't care about nobody. They grew don't be coming there. over here. They don't be looking over there. here. That's rude. So it's crazy. I mean. We've lived through so much, and I think this is the, is this the biggest thing probably we've experienced, at least that we can remember? Yeah. Well, I mean, the Iraq war, it lasted for like 15 fucking years. But we weren't quarantined for it. True. But this is something that I think, once again, out of sight, out of mind. This personally is affecting us in this moment because we're adults, and... The 2007 recession didn't affect you? No. Not personally, because we were still in high school, so we were still stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. Things were taken care of for us in high school. Yeah. So that kind of hit me personally. How? How? Cause my my parents were making money. But you still had Everything a house. Got expensive, yeah. You still have food. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that clothes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm pretty oh sure you God. had a car, right? No, not in 2000. I didn't get a when car did until car? after high school. I think you, you were, were the, the first person that got a car. Yeah, yeah. Was Christina. I? Oh, because it was a hand me down. I think was it. No, no, you had a fucking board. Yeah, no. Oh, after no, I first had that little uh, Corolla. It was my brother's car. I don't remember the Corolla. He was gonna give it to me, and then he took it back. I don't remember that. And then I I remember your Corolla. And then I had the little Kia. The Kia, I remember. Yeah, that was my little hoopty for a while until. I guess okay. So stay safe. First thing, wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. Share with your neighbor, you know, like... Fuck just... your neighbor. Not literally. <laughs> I mean, unless your neighbor's Idris Elba, then by oh all means... gosh. Suck that virus out of him. Suck For real. I would totally do that. Suck that virus. Yeah. I'm gonna save you, Idris Elba. I'm gonna save you. <laughs> just a little bit more. <laughs> I would. T- I mean, I would do that. And then he's gonna wake up like I'm good. <laughs> That's not how he sounds. I was trying to think of his voice, but I couldn't get he's it in British. my head. He's British. He's British. I'm good. I'm good. But you okay? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You don't have to do that motion anymore. <laughs> okay, he does not sound like that. <laughs> no, I know. Stop. I was pulling different British accents in my head. <laughs> She's like, is it this one? Is it that one? I'm not. Is it that one? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> stop. We just solved Corona. Watch your ass. Watch the news. I mean, stay informed. I'll tell you, I'm one of those who does not stay informed. Facebook stay is my news. Stay but in your damn house unless stay you absolutely have to and leave. At the end of the day, consider this. Like I Wash told you, two weeks stuck at home is better than like two months stuck at home. Mm-hmm. So if that's what it takes for us to get better and to kill things off and not let things spread just fucking do it like if you don't have to go anywhere don't go anywhere and you know what you can do in the time that you're sitting at home you can listen to us read the bible oh (laughs) (laughs) here she go she's trying to convert you she she thinks it's the end of days and she's trying to save your soul last minute ticket all our episodes 
Oh, now she wants to say listen to all our episodes. <laughs> yeah. So today we're talking about serial killers. Don't ask why. I think it's probably our mentality at this point. Actually, no. This is a good thing. Your brother mentioned Bonnie and Clyde oh, and them yeah. writing a note, which I did kind of read the note. It's about. Crazy. Yeah. He thanked Ford for making their cars so fast or whatever. But then he also like compared them to other cars or some <laughs> shit that he used for getaways. So basically, thanks for making this car because it was a perfect getaway car. I could murder people so much Fucking easier. Nuts. <laughs> nuts. Yeah. So that so, led to serial killers that yeah. have sent letters. We thought it'd be interesting to look into a few, so we each picked someone. So, hold your back. I picked my favorite serial killer, the Zodiac. As a disclaimer, we've mentioned before, we don't condone murder. Okay, oh, yes. we don't? I don't condone murder, and I don't celebrate him, but he's my favorite in that he's never been caught, and he actually, like, taunted the detective's and the San Francisco Chronicle or the Examiner? 49ers. So we don't agree with the act. We just agree with the way the act was done. What? Okay, no. no. <laughs> I don't agree Negative? with anything okay, that he okay. did. It's just fascinating to look at. Yeah. To look into. It's just history, guys. It's because just, he, he's you know. never been caught and he totally could have been caught. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so many times I like, came in so contact with him and shit. Okay, um, so he actually, like I said, he meant, uh, he taunted the detectives and the San Francisco Chronicle and a whole bunch, uh, he taunted the F- FBI or just the police um, with a whole bunch of letters. And one of them um, that he sent to San Francisco Chronicle, uh, he actually attached a shirt um in it a piece of like somebody else's shirt that yeah. he murdered yes wow the victim's shirt it had Balls. like blood on it shit ballsy that's so up. you know you can't do that nowadays because they'll no. take your dna off that shit like real quick and he also like in his letters he he basically made his own code his own cipher with messages that were hidden and um one of them has never been solved and that's probably one that has his first and last name and shit. I think it's, I think that's the one that's never been solved, but there was one, I think in his first or second letter and, um, some history teachers, they were a couple like deciphered it. And then there was some extra letters in it and, uh, basically said like, I like killing, killing is fun. And some like, it was just like kindergarten sentences, you yeah. know, but well, well, and if it's like kindergarten, so maybe he made it that way to kind of be like well, catchy. Yeah. Well, then like it makes killing. it killing is fun. It makes Go, it kill. harder for um, people to decipher, like yeah. because your education—it's such a simple sentence. It doesn't really reveal any information. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what if that's a code within a code? Mm. It could be. Mm. People also think that he wrote that he was ambidextrous. Well, the specific perpetrator that they think um, did these killings, Mm -hmm. they think that he was ambidextrous because they actually had this dude send in writing samples and he didn't match. But when he um, used his left hand, it some of the letters were a match. But isn't that proven like not to be an exact science? So it's not like it's not you can't it doesn't hold up in court. No. 
It, it would not hold up in court if they admitted like it now. I think bite marks don't hold up in court either anymore. Because there was a case on, like, the guy had, like, his teeth were crooked in the same spot as the other guy. But then, like, DNA exonerated him, like, years later. But the teeth marks were, like, almost exact. Yeah, a lot of uh, hair, hair follicle shit, that's an, an admissible now. Why hair follicles? Isn't that whole DNA? Can't that help? I think there's something in it. I, I remember reading something about, like, hair science being, like, inadmissible or certain aspects of it being inadmissible. Hmm. Well, think about how many people you come in contact with. They probably too. have their DNA on you. Yeah. Like, how many strands of hair do you have in your car? And the hairs Ooh, of, strands of hair fall out daily. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I feel like I'm going Can you imagine how many shower? How many people you pick up in your car have Ooh. lost hair in their car and all of a sudden, they wind up dead, and they find their hair particles in your car. Oh. Think about it. You a murderer. You a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> How did we come to that conclusion? But anyways, so this letter that I'm about to read is from the letter that had the piece of shirt attached. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has a cipher at the end that's never been solved. But anyways. I'm going to solve it <clears throat> right now. Pen and paper Without out. further ado... I thought you were going to read it in that accent. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, this is the Zodiac speaking. I have become very upset with the people of the San, of San Fran Bay Area. They have not underlined, not as underlined, complied with my wishes for them to wear some nice Zodiac symbol buttons. I promised, which is spelled wrong, I promised to punish them if they did not comply by annihilating a full school bus. But now school is out for the summer, so I punished them in another way. I shot a man sitting in a parked car with a 38. And then it has his zodiac symbol with a negative 12 in the top right corner. I don't understand what that is. He says, the map coupled with this code will tell you where the bomb is set. You have until next fall to dig it up. And then his cipher at the end. So... Do they ever find this bomb? Could it still be there? A lot of his stuff was... No, a lot of his stuff was a ruse. Like, the whole school bus stuff. I think it was all BS. But, yeah, he was but trying what if it to... could be... But is it one of those things where, oh, it's just BS, but it's like BS that's the truth? No, not necessarily. Because, like, in this instance, he was just trying to taunt them. Mm. And he was... I think the reality for him was, like, he was trying to get caught. But most I feel, I don't want to say most are trying to get caught, but it's just that cocky mentality too. Yeah, he's cocky. Like you, you want to put your name on it. And he's not really going to annihilate a school bus, but I remember like watching the Zodiac film. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part where they're reading this letter and they're like full on panic mode. They're like, oh, we need to lock down like all the school buses or some shit. And um, like for a good, I want to say like two weeks or a month parents were not letting their kids ride the school bus. Wow. And, um, yeah, like, it was full-on panic mode. Like, this guy terrorized Northern California for a couple years. And he just was killing random people, or he was killing just whoever he wanted? Mm Mm-hmm. No motive. And what did the Zodiac have to do with it? What do you mean? Like, why the Zodiac killer? That's just what he called himself. Because you said, though, on the letter, he put a Zodiac sign. Mm Mm-hmm. So he just, like... the zodiac this zodiac sign oh it's the same one okay okay 
I got it. But this guy. I was like, is he just going out to people finding out what their birthday is and like putting their zodiac sign on it? <laughs> no. Capricorn, dead. <laughs> yeah, dead. <laughs> no. What? I was like, wow. But this guy that he killed was a cab driver. And, um. That's so fucked up. He's just trying to make some money. Mm. That's so yeah. fucked up. The thing about this, though, like, he just basically shot him and then, like, walked out of the car, walked out of the cab. Called um, the police on a payphone, told him where they would, where they could find him at, and then just walked off. And the thing about it is, like, there were some kids who saw the whole thing happen and described this guy to the police. But when the police dispatched the description of the guy, they misquoted them. And instead of saying a white guy, they said black oh, guy. Yeah, misquoted. Mm-hmm. And this dude. The perpetrator of this crime, the Zodiac Killer, literally walked past two cops. Wow. And the cops, they were looking for a black guy, so they didn't Didn't even approach this guy. So had that not been misconstrued and had the description been, like, received correctly, Mm -hmm. we could have stopped all this shit. Well, I hope people have learned from that. I mean, even if... I was an eyewitness to something. I think I saw this one time on TV where they did a test of people saying that, oh no, I saw this guy. And it was like the same guy who was sitting there in front of them. And he would, I forgot what it was. I think it he was pretending to steal their purse and then seeing what people ha- would say as the person stole their purse, even though it was that guy that they were telling. So he dressed up as, I think the cop that was, oh, here, I'm here to help you. But he was also the guy who stole their purse and what? none of them described him. Like, they all described something that they thought they saw. So it's kind of interesting because, I mean, you technically can't, you can't take anybody's word one. That's why fully evidence comes into play. But even if I tell you I specifically saw a crime, like, you should still be investigating all aspects of it. Like, don't just be, oh, they told me it was this person, so I'm only going to focus on this person. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was actually two kids who saw the whole thing go down. They were looking out their window one night. And, and hey, sometimes kids know. Kids know better than adults. So what ultimately happened with this guy? Um, well, he was never caught. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a couple of suspects in the pipeline, uh, most notably Arthur Lee Allen, who they think did these killings because he matches the description. He matches the police sketch. And... Um, he had a zodiac symbol watch and his the way he spelled christmas in one of the letters that he sent to the um newspaper um matches the way that he spelled christmas in one of his uh christmas cards that he sent to his family and uh the funny thing is is that his dna they did dna testing it didn't match but one of the victims that actually survived the shooting um, pointed him out in a um, lineup, in a lineup, and said that that's the man who shot me that night. Wow! But um, he was never caught. He ended up dying of a heart attack. Um, old so, age. Old age. Wait, who died of a heart attack? Arthur Lee Allen, the guy oh. who supposedly, supposedly. Because he's never convicted. Oh, okay. So okay. technically, to this day, we still don't know. And well, mm. and then the police actually like you can find all this information in Zodiac, which is actually a really good film. 
a lot of uh, a lot of information is actually accurate. There are some you know liberties that the director took. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a movie; they can't you know do everything. Yeah. But um, they actually found like evidence. Well, I wouldn't say it's like concrete evidence. But they did find some evidence in his car, and he immediately was like, oh, um, I go hunting. Like, that's why that stuff in there. Like, he oh, offered... Okay. Yeah, it's just... It's crazy. But... And then he actually... Um, one of his co-workers actually informed the police about him. And was like, I think this dude did these murders because he was talking to me mm-hmm. about them before it actually happened. And, yeah, it's just a whole bunch. But... Now there's a Hulu series, I think it's on Hulu, and or maybe it's on ABC, but it's like a limited series, and it's called, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about the Zodiac and how this guy thinks his father did it because they were in all the areas that the Zodiac hit up at that time. At that time. That'd be interesting and he to found, see. he found one of the, the, and one of the murders, the Zodiac puts on like some hood with the zodiac symbol and his eyes cut out and this guy actually found it in his father's stuff like years later that's so fucked but i don't know if it's real i don't know if it's a a hoax i don't know if this dude's trying to get money that's it i would i i don't know i wouldn't believe anything like yeah he's never been a possibility cool i mean wouldn't there be like blood on the hood though if he committed murders on in it maybe it never got in his face maybe he was really good Maybe he shot them far away. There's got to be DNA evidence, or at least some DNA evidence in the cab. But in the first shooting, he did it from outside, outside of the car window. And I don't think there's that much evidence there. Nothing. When did this take place again? Um, The whole murders or just this one? Yeah, the span. The span. It was... Near the end of the sixties, I want to say like sixty-eight to seventy. So technically, any any DNA recovered at the scenes could have, still be like useful, right? Possibly, possibly, depending if, if it was co- taken correctly. Oh well, yeah, it was a problem. They didn't. Yeah, so they didn't. It was, it was probably contaminated at this point. Well, who knows? Who knows? So zodiac, man. zodiac man, zodiac killer. I think the creepiest part about him is the fact that well, I mean, first of all, he was never caught. Second of all, like, he could walk right by police and be like, whatever. Yeah. And then third, like, was he just, like, super smart that he could, like, just create these codes or can, like, anybody create, you know what I mean? If it was really a code, what if he was just putting random ass symbols and, like, <laughs> I don't one think of them they was were deciphered. Random. Yeah, one of them was deciphered. So. I don't think it was random. I think he did it himself. But, oh, and then there was another reason why people thought that it was Arthur Lee Allen because in one of the letters... Um, he talks about man is the most dangerous game, and it, there's a book called The Most Dangerous Game, or a movie called... It's a most, short story. Yeah, it's a short story, and this one of his co-workers was like, oh, this dude's obsessed with the story. Maybe it's him, and then that's... Yeah. Hmm. Kind of sparked. He's kind of scary looking, but he doesn't look like a killer. But I mean, what I does... Do killer, what, what does I don't know. I was like, does ki- do killers have a look? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of them look kind of, like, Creepy. antisocial, like... They just look psychotic in their you mind. You look like something's wrong with you. Just look like somebody's controlling yeah. them. So, who did you pick? I picked the Axeman of New Orleans. Axeman. Which is featured in season three of American Horror Story. Yes, I forgot about that, but yeah. 
He was also never caught, but this kind of makes more oh. sense, I guess, because this was in the this took place from May in nineteen eighteen to October nineteen nineteen, so a little over a hundred years ago. In that time, he killed six people and he injured six, but the people that were injured, just remember like somebody or a figure standing over them in bed, but they don't remember any features or anything because all these happened at night. While people were sleeping? Yeah. So, what he would do is, I believe he made, like, a little hole in, um, in like, like, the door or by the door or something. And then he would basically break in or unlock the door or whatever and sneak in with an axe that he found at the home. So, he would kill you with their own axe, basically. Damn. Yeah. So everybody just has an axe in their fucking home? I mean, if you, you probably don't. chopping wood back in the 18th. <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, he we wouldn't have no. an axe. Do you, you have an axe? Yeah. Oh, I don't have an axe. I, I don't have an axe either, but I mean, that's not really common now. Like that, I'm sure it's for whatever reason that was common back then. But yeah, the axe, all the axes were found in the home. So he never brought anything with him. So that's why I think it was so easy for him to like slip in and, in and out. That's um, the way to go, though. Use the murder weapon in somebody else's house. Exactly. I know, right? yeah. yeah. The list letter that he wrote, I think this is the only letter that he wrote. So this was actually 101 years ago and four days. So this is dated March 13th, 1919. Ooh. This, this is funny. scary. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So it says, hell, March 13th, 1919. Esteemed mortal of New Orleans, the Axeman. They have never caught me, and they never will. They have never seen me, for I am invisible, even as the ether that surrounds your earth. I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what you, you New Orleans, and your foolish police call the Axeman. That just in itself is fucking creepy. So the rest of the letter says, When I see fit, when I see fit, when I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe, besmeared with blood and brains of he whom I have sent below to keep me company. Okay. So remember, because he's from hell. Mm-hmm. Not fucking creepy at all. From the hottest hell. <laughs> if you wish, you may tell the police. To- <laughs> yeah, okay, so this this he sent to the newspaper then. Because it says, if you wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I'm a reason- reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have con- conducted their investigation in the past. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only amuse me, but his satanic majesty, Francis Joseph. But tell them to beware. <laughs> Let them not try to discover what I am, for it were better that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the Axeman. I don't think <laughs> there is any need for such a warning, for I feel sure the police will always dodge me as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all harm. He literally just said he was from hell. That's who you are. But you just you just outed yourself, bro. You but played you don't yourself. Know his name. You played yourself. Undoubtedly you New Orleans. Is that how you say that? Yeah. I feel like I'm saying it weird. Uh, think of me as a most horrible murderer, which I am, but I could do much worse if I wanted to. Uh-huh. 
If I wished, I could pay a visit to your city every night. At will, I could slay thousands of your best citizens and the worst, for I am in close relationship with the angel of death. Ooh. Wow. So he was a real cocky motherfucker. For real. Yeah. He was like, I'm never going to get caught. But and then he's is. like, if I do, I'll come even harder. Like, he's basically like taunting them in that letter. I don't like <laughs> Go that. Ahead. I feel like he's threatening me. me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, so this last part you probably wouldn't have participated in then. Uh-oh. Okay. So it says, not to be exact, at 12.15, earthly time. He's got to specify because health probably has his own time zone. Of course. Okay. <laughs> On next Tuesday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I'm going to make a little p- proposition to you people. Mm. Here it is. I am very fond of jazz music. He's so elegant. And I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in, the, in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. So he wants a party. Maybe it's his birthday. Maybe. He's like, catch me outside. How about that? If everyone has a jazz band going, well then, so much so much the better for you people. One thing is certain, and that is that some of your people who do not have jazz, it who do not jazz it out on that specific Tuesday night, if there be any, will get the axe. Mm. <laughs> um, well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native tar- Tartarus? Um, and it is about time I leave you your earthly home. I will cease my disclo- discourse, hoping that thou wilt publish this, that it that it may go well with thee. How, why he's switching it up on the English, though? Mm. <laughs> I have been, am, and will be the worst spirit that has ever existed, either in fact or realm of fancy. And then he signed it, the Axeman. Wow. So you would have been like, I ain't playing nothing. Jazz music? I mean, I could dig it. If it meant I was going to survive, I'd be playing jazz music. I thought you said just catch me outside, though. That was Michelle. Oh, my bad. She's a catch me outside. She said catch me outside. He said catch me outside. But honestly, what if he was looking for jazz music as, like, the people who are playing the jazz music, he'll actually go kill? No. Actually, that night, so that night was supposed to be, so he sent this letter in on the 13th. So the following Tuesday would have been the 19th. Mm-hmm. Um... And everybody fucking played jazz music. Like, everybody fucking yeah, played it. And nobody died. And I believe that that was the end of it. Like, after that, nobody else was um That's so dumb attacked. because it's like you gave him that control. Like, that's what he wanted. He he just threatened you full out in a letter. Okay, but... So maybe I if... wouldn't have played the jazz music. Because, you know what? I don't like to be threatened. I don't like people to try she to tell really me... Doesn't. Don't try to tell me how to live my life. You want me to play jazz music? Fuck no. She gonna play some gangster rap. Hell yeah. Come <laughs> in through my door. Oh, I didn't know gangster rap was around back then. <laughs> it would have been in my house. <laughs> Christina would have created it. She gonna be rapping. Yeah. Hell People no. gonna be like, what is that music that I hear? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what? how New Orleans sounded back I know, then. I don't know. <laughs> it just made something up. Bang hair. Damn. But yeah. And you're like, it's gangsta rap. Dude, honestly, I was feeling the letter. I'm like, it was a little creepy. Oh, really? Like, you know, it's just, maybe that's how he got you. Like, I felt like it was well written. I felt like he was talking to my inner demons. Um, he a well-spoken gentleman. Exactly. Like, he's probably the pastor. So you would let him kill you? Oh, no. So I've discussed this fully. And I don't know how you guys feel, but... Well, maybe I would let somebody kill me, actually, now that I think about what it. What the hell? In the sense of this, like, if somebody was robbing me or trying to murder me, and they were like, just give me your money and you'll survive, I'm not that type. I don't think I would be. I'd be like, look, if you're going to steal something from me or try to do something to whatever, 
you're going to catch a case. You'll have to kill me. Because I don't think it's fair that you're just going to get off scot-free while I have to live with torment the rest of my life. So just kill me. Or I'm going to put up a fight. You know what I mean? Dealing with the PTSD of being attacked like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why do you get off easy and then go do it to other people? No. We're going to fight. I'm going to do whatever I can. You're going to catch a case because I'm going to put all my DNA. You know, you got to scratch them. (laughs) She's going to bear hug it. (laughs) Like, ah! <laughs> bite him, all that good stuff. You know, put all my DNA on, like, in my body, whatever I gotta do. Ew, I'm you gonna put the DNA <laughs> in your body? Okay, she's talking about having sex with a killer. No, no, no. But Wait, how are you putting your DNA in him? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna spit on him or something. You're I gonna shove her finger up his ass or something? She's like, yeah. gonna piss on Damn. him while she's gonna it. scratch him. I'm just gonna pee. Like, I got this. Dang, no. But honestly, know. they're probably not expecting you to attack, so you probably have a better most chance to survive. Most don't, because most, it's all threats. Yeah. It's all BS. They just want to, they want to scare you to do what they want, which is what that letter tells me. He just wants yeah. to scare people to play jazz music. But I think it would have been kind of, I would have been, it would have been interesting to see, like, if nobody played jazz music, what would have happened? Yeah. Was everybody going to die? And so, okay, die. so they never caught him. Nope, never caught him. How many murders do they think he did? He, they just say six. Just six? Six. It's not that many. Six dead, six injured. Because some of them survived. To lit, and they, there's like stories that they have? Yeah. And again, like the, from the ones that I've heard, because I've listened to a couple podcasts about, about the Axeman, is that he just, they don't remember anything. They just remember somebody standing over them because he attacked at night. So mm-hmm. he was able to like, I think he like, he made like a little crack or a little hole or some shit, which the holes were like really tiny too. So that's why they were also really confused because they were like, how did he like slip in and out if this is like the only... I'm like, how tiny was this hole though? I don't know. I don't remember, but it was pretty small basically. And so they thought like... or something. We got some Salem witch trials thing so going on So they did think here. about that too, but I think it was like they couldn't swing the axe like that if it was like a child. Maybe it was somebody who was short and they were having short problems and wanted to take it on people. Maybe. Like, do you have those feelings? I mean, no. No. Wow, because I'm short. <laughs> wow, wow. It took her a while to catch I know, on. I, know, I, know. I did. Um, but yeah, and so I think it's creepy because a lot of people also bought into this. They were like, "Oh my god, like it really is a spirit." Like, so it just how do you how do you catch something that is most people believe? Yeah, it's basically. like yeah, because it's basically. But yeah, so he's never been caught. Um, they have theories as to like who did it. Um, they have like several different suspects, but there was no, um, no solid evidence for any of them. Oh, he gonna be caught soon. A hundred years ago? Mm-hmm. He's from So hell. both y'all never been caught. Mm-mm. Nope. Man. The dude I choose, chose, 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 <laughs> he admitted it. He had no shame in his game. <laughs> but see, that's also tricky because the, uh... So I was watching, what is it? The confession tapes? Yeah. Um, but I've listened to podcasts about him too, where he confessed to killing, uh, doing the yogurt shop murders here in Austin. Mm-hmm. But he also confessed to like 600 and something murders or something. But he was doing it because the cops were, f- were feeding him information. Yeah. And um, they were like rewarding him. They were like, oh, if you tell us like what you did here, like we'll take you out or like bring you this Which great food and blah, blah, blah. So he was just like reading the reports and then just like regurgitating everything he read. So, there's also false confessions. And some of them that are coerced into. Oh, of course. I think people just want to solve the case. Like, just, dude, just say you did it. Just fucking yeah. say you did it. So, this guy confessed. <laughs> yes. So, my guy confessed. And honestly, I ain't gonna lie. This is, like, y'all's thing. 
I do like getting into killers and stuff, but I never fully get into them. I don't think as much as you guys do. So I just found this random guy, and he seemed pretty interesting. She and- gonna have a full-on, like, Jack the Ripper situation over here or some shit. So, his Jack name... Jack the Ripper also wrote a letter, and it said something about From Hell as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, I kind of like that yours said Angel of Death, because mine actually ties into that. Mine was actually called the Angel of Death, so maybe they were friends. Who knows? His signature, like, at the end, like, you know how people write sincerely? It was, yeah. like, From Hell. Yeah. Yeah, so my guy confessed. Um, He was just this, you know, this nice little man. Nice little man. Look at her. He a murderer. Do you hear her? You want to be his pen pal? Get your friend. Donald Harvey. You know, average American man from Ohio. How Donald are you going to have Harvey. two first names as living first... You know what? Ask his mama. Okay? <laughs> Ask his mom. His mama got lazy. Fuck yeah. it. Whatever. Oh, what are we calling you? Donald sounds good. Harvey? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> But this took place back in 1970, and it was 1970 to 1987. Jeez. Yeah. Um... Almost 20 years. Exactly. He's actually, he's claimed to have murdered more than 87 people. Jesus. But, of course, like, he was only charged with 37 because it's kind of one of those cases where there's just, they can't prove everybody. Yeah. So, they only tried him for the ones that they knew of. But he, I mean, he admitted it. He had no remorse, no, you know, nothing like that. But it, he was a hospital worker. So, kind of, I think I mentioned one of these people back in the day, too. But he's completely different, and I feel like it's easier almost to kill mass quantities in the hospital because he worked well, with yeah. elderly people, too. Was he, like, a doctor or, like, a janitor? It was, or like, a, a what do you call an orderly. So, like, for a mental hospital? No, like, old people. Ah, okay. Old people. Um, so he would kill them by either smothering them with pillows. Um, he started poisoning them. He was kind of known for the way he was killing them because it was so, they just, nobody caught on to it. The only reason he really got caught is because one of the people he ended up killing, they actually did an autopsy on and found that there was, um, some, a poison in them. And then that's what started linking it Mm. to this guy. But he got the nickname Angel of Death because as the orderly, like, it was kind of a joke where he worked because they would just call him that because everybody he seemed to work around ended up dying. And they're like, oh, you're that the really angel sucks. of death. It sucks how, like, not serious they t- used to take these things because there was a woman, uh, There's, I think there's been a couple of women that like things like that, but the one, the woman that I remember her being the angel of death worked with children, I think. And she, um, she kept killing, killing kids and, like, same thing. They thought it was, they joked about it and they were like, oh, ha ha, you're the angel of death because all your patients die. But it's like, God damn, can we can look you into imagine, this? Though? Yeah, like, why not? And so that's what the, the they were saying is kind of back then in busy hospitals, like, people didn't pay attention as much. And since the people were already old, it was kind of like, eh, it, it was whatever. coming anyways, you know? Um, so nobody ever really looked into their deaths. And I think what triggered it is he accidentally killed somebody first by something with the oxygen tank like he didn't refill the oxygen tank and then from there i think it kind of just triggered him like either it's easy or it's fun he enjoyed it like, what the fuck goes through your head to just be like oh i accidentally killed someone mm, okay but in old people and like for him it was almost like he was playing god and i think that's what attracted mm. me to want to pick him just because he obviously wrote a letter you know a long letter um but there was just one thing and the letter that I liked that I thought was kind of crazy, but, um, basically 
I'll read this part of it. It says, some of those patients might have lasted a few more hours or a few more days, but they were all going to die. I know. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. Okay. I I was doing them a favor. I know you think I played God, and I did. Lord, grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change, change the things I can, which, if you're not a Bible person, that's a classic, like, Bible verse. But then he switches it up and says, and the wisdom to hide the bodies of those people I had killed because they pissed me off. Okay, um, is this dude dead? Like, is he in prison? Yes, so he admitted to it. No remorse or nothing, because he basically is like, look, they're gonna die anyways. Like, I did them a solid, you know? (laughs) Oh my god. Like, you're old, you're already gonna die, who cares? I'm just saving, Um, I'm just saving time. I'm helping But there was also other people he killed that they just, you know, so it could be up to 80 plus people, you don't know. But there's only the, I believe it was 36 or 37, that they got him for but he ended up of course getting guilty serving like 27 life (laughs) life charges but um he did die at like 64 i think it was did someone somebody done got him yeah he got got good so um they were helping him out too he got got good like i guess some guy in jail beat him to death and it turns out that that guy had no problem either he's like i knew he was gonna die when i left his cell um i I guess people he had killed were part of like that guy's community Mm -hmm. so he knew of it so it was like he just felt like he was doing it for the people but he he said he went in there with a shank thinking he was gonna shank him but he just ended up beating him like with a few blows and then he said he fell to the floor and he just stomped, like, his face in, like, seven times. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Right. Cool. So, he done got got. He is definitely dead. But. They got his ass. I don't know. It just, always these in the hospitals freak me out the most. Because these are people who are supposed to be taking care of you or taking care of your elderly. Or can you imagine if you put your parents in a home and you think, oh, they're going to be taken care of. Yeah. And there's these people like this either doing sick shit to them or just like, dude, you shit on me today. Like, I'm angry at you. Like, you're not getting oxygen. Yeah. And he was easily killing people off with cyanide and rat poison. Mm -hmm. And it was undetectable. Nobody was looking into it. Nobody. Um, So, uh, yeah. He got the nickname Angel of Death. Thought he was God. Used a Bible verse. Um, had no remorse at all. What does he look like? Cause <laughs> so this is what he looked like when he got committed. Like a young Jesus <laughs> Christ, he looks possessed. You Somebody look- need to come get him. And then older was that. Just like a nice he still, little man. He still looks possessed. Nice, nice little you know, old little man. Somebody old come get man. him. And you could buy his letter. I think they were selling the letter that he wrote for, like, a couple hundred bucks. No. But, yeah, he got 28 consecutive life sentences. That has juju on it. I'm good. 37 convicted, 40 to 57 estimated kills, and 87 alleged kills. Sheesh. Okay, bye. Yeah. And he just kept kept going like nothing. So, it kind of got me thinking, because y'all know my mind. (laughs) I'm like, is he's kind of like a little man. Like, is it murder if they're old? <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Okay. Yes, it's murder, girl. Was he doing them a favor? Look, this wasn't no. actually that long ago. Like, he was arrested in 1987. I mean, that was before we were born. That was when John was born. But it's not like 
1987 was the crimes. Was shit still that... They just weren't paying attention, in my opinion. No. I think people were just like, look, they're fucking old. They were going to die anyways. Like, we don't really need to look into this. Well, they didn't really care about people in hospitals back then. I mean... Well, look, and even... Okay, even looking into this more, the way that he killed... And that's why he was pretty popular. It's just the way that he went about killing people was so smart. So, obviously, he was killing old people, but he would do arsenic, cyanide, insulin... Um, he was turning off ventilators. He was tainting fluid with hepatitis B Aww. and HIV. What a bitch. Where the fuck did he get the HIV That's from? That's what I want to know. But it says the ones he did with Himself. HIV ended up resulting in hepatitis infection, but no HIV infection. Um, insertion of a coat hanger into the catheter. Okay. This so dude, he, was, seriously. So first it was like to ease people's pain, but then he got into it. And then he killed at least the three that they know of that weren't actual patients was his lover, Carl. It's just Wait. his lover. He thought he was cheating on him. So he poisoned him food with arsenic in his food. Um, so he would be too ill to leave their apartment. So he like got stuck with him. And then he poisoned two of his neighbors by baking one a pie and putting arsenic in it, and then giving one a drink with um, hepatitis serum in it. So this just so sounds don't take to me food from strangers. like he started in the hospital That's as kind of like his one. experiment to see if like what he could get away with. Exactly, and then because like they all do, but he got away with it for a long time. And can you imagine how many fucking years? How many other people he probably killed, if, especially if he was doing it this way in poison or in ways that were technically undetected unless you were looking for it. Because it could just be, like, natural cause type of thing. Mm-hmm. Tell you, that's how you kill them. Make it look natural. Make it look real. That's Isn't insane. it with insulin? It has to be, like, a ridiculously high yes. amount. So they like, weren't probably checking their dosages. Because no. if they were properly looking at that, I'm sure they would notice stuff was missing. But turning oh, off that's ventilators, true, yeah. that's undetected. Not that's filling true. an oxygen tank, it could have just ran out. Like, you know... You don't know these things. But at the same time, even if that that stuff had been caught, they probably would have just fired him and he would have been able to go on about and like get hired somewhere else and continue doing it. I'm just saying that yeah. because like I've I've listened to other podcasts where they talk about like Dr. Death. Like he he got I believe he got fired, but like nobody ever put anything on his record saying like, Hey, he's got history of doing like botched surgeries because nobody because if it's not true then you're uh, tarnishing their reputation and like making it impossible for them to get another job but then he they, that person can sue you so the hospitals were trying to avoid that so they're just like oh, okay i'm just gonna let them go mm-hmm. and then we can't get sued so he just can just go work somewhere else and so shit like that was undetected but i mean crazy <sighs> fucking insane crazy it even said i don't know how to say this word is it a cult O-C-C-U-L-T. Yeah. It says he was even stealing body parts for occult rituals. What the hell is wrong with this dude? Like, if you look up pictures of him, he looks possessed. Yeah, He doesn't look all that crazy. He's not too crazy. I feel like he looks more normal older. To me, he looks possessed. I mean, in the one picture here, he did look a little like... Okay, when, like this one, yes, he does look a little like, sir, what are look you at looking that. at? Possessed. Look a little. And I mean, he Possessed. was... Michelle would have looked at him young. twice, don't even. I no, I would like not. I feel like he was young for all this, too, because, I mean, he, he died young. 2017 at the age of 64, and he did this for 17 years from 1970 to 1987. He was born in 1952. So he was doing this in his 30s. Yeah, our age. Yeah, fuck. 
well, like about seven years old. Sounds older. like a good time. Don't piss me off. No. No? This- well, these, I don't know. They're really interesting. So, you guys should go check them out. We had Donald Harvey. The Zodiac. The Axeman of New Orleans. Of New Orleans. New Orleans. Would you, do you guys think y'all would write a letter? Like, do you think if you Fuck were, no. think, okay, but think of it, think this, okay? Okay. Let's clear your normal society brain. And let's put in your serial killer brain. If you were a serial killer. <laughs> what the hell? If you were a serial killer, how do would you, you do it? Yeah. So I can put you on a, a list. A few things. Do you think you'd be cocky about it and no. kill a lot? No. Do you no. think you would confess no. once you were caught? Oh, yeah. Because most of these letters came, well, y'all's didn't. Mine came when he was caught. Yeah. But some do, when they're caught, they finally fess up to everything they've done. Right? Just to get either that in, that fame. I was going to say Insta-fame as if they had Instagram. <laughs> they get that Insta-fame. I'm going to do it on live. <laughs> Fuck it. Come um, catch me in this murder scene. But do y'all, yeah, so I guess, do you think you'd leave a letter? No. For sure, no? No. Because women aren't cocky. Like, all the dudes that, I could be wrong, but all the people that I saw that wrote letters were dudes. Because dudes get cocky. Dudes have, like, this whole, like, oh, I'm never going to get caught. I'm smarter than the police. Blah, blah, blah. It's it's all bullshit. They return to the scene of the crime. Multiple fucking, times. Yeah, multiple times. They sometimes insert themselves in the investigations. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking insane how, like, cocky dudes are about it. Like, why do you... Th- I think that from the list of known female killers that we have, there's probably at least twice as many female killers out yeah. there. But we're just not cocky. And, you know, thinking about it... Because we're women, and I'm trying to use my woman brain at this point. Wait, uh, you have a man brain? I know. I was like, do you have another brain? <laughs> like. She got a little penis I, well, somewhere. I, well, no, I'm sitting here just trying to think, <laughs> why would a man, like, other than being cocky, why do you think he would insert himself so much into what he's doing? Because he wants but to I, feel important. That, and I also feel like because guilt eventually takes care, like, over them, in a sense. Yeah. Of, like this justification that's needed but yeah. i feel like with women which is kind of scarier in my mind we just don't give a fuck i'm like look once i kill you i'm done with you like and i feel like it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna are, kill are you and sh- throw you away are we fuck sure it. she hasn't killed someone already she, she might have she basically talking like she's killed somebody she no might've. i'm just saying like i don't know you know when you're done you're done right yeah. With women, i don't think twice about you if i'm done with you okay like if we really ca- cross that path I don't need justification. I don't need no remorse. Like, uh, you hear that, people? If she's basura. done with you, you better don't watch out. Don't cross her. Don't cross Christina. No, I mean, it, no, is that just me? No, I'm just, think about it. I feel like women just don't need that validation. Well, we also kill in more insidious ways. We use poison, which this dude obviously I mean, I feel like we utilized. kill for deeper, deeper reasons. Yeah. Which is, I think, why we don't need the justification. Because in my mind, maybe I'm psycho. In my mind, I'm justified. Yeah. That's so what I don't killers say. <laughs> I know. Are we sure she hasn't killed someone already? I don't know. We mm-hmm. haven't dug up her backyard. I'm, I'm starting to... I'm starting to... She gave me the googly eyes over here. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. Googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. Women Man. are way better anyways. But men get cocky. They need to feel justified. They need to feel important. I'm already important. So. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That big old head of yours can't get any bigger because it's going to fall my off. Head, so it's going to snap off. Fit. 
It's just gonna, it's just gonna snap so, right off your but neck. But honestly, I think I would write a letter. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I'd probably admit it on my deathbed. Like if I knew I was about to die or I was about to kill myself. Like, do you think you'd get caught? Nowadays, I think so. Yeah. I just think it's so much harder to get away with yes, murder these yeah. days. I one hundred percent feel like. It's, it's harder to be a serial killer now because there's so many ways to gather evidence that mm-hmm. wasn't available to people back then. And there's so many ways that you can be caught. Like, even your fucking shoe print, they can figure out what the shoe is and yep. figure out how many pairs of that shoe was bought in that certain location and literally narrow down, like... I mean, well, I just feel like everything's a lot more trackable nowadays because that's what everybody uses now. Like, if there wasn't technology to trace back to you, because a lot of people now try to do this type of the cyberbullying, right? Or get into people's heads in different ways or stalk them different ways. But everything's traceable. Yeah. So the only way, I feel like the only way that you wouldn't be caught is ha- you have to be completely off the grid. Like there cannot be any record. You got to pull no, a Joe. Like, no social media. No yeah. social like media. Joe. No debit card. Oh. Pay for everything in cash. Mhm. And like, even with that, they can get you a surveillance. That's that's like yeah. you can't have a phone. Like nothing. Yeah. Cuz no even, bills yeah. in your name. You, your car can't be yours because they can get that shit off your so license plate. So you would already plate. have to, like, premeditate yes. years in advance yeah. before you would start to yeah. kill yes. people. Crazy. 100%. Crazy. Wow, this is interesting. I don't know. I like talking about killers. I think you get, it gets me I think you get really deep into it. You're just like, it's like a puzzle that you want to mm-hmm. solve and you just like yeah. go deep into it. Yeah. That's a little creepy. I'm not going to lie. It's a little creepy. Who, me? Yeah. Because, like, we're the two that, like, are really into true crime and, like, serial killers now and shit. Now you know. And you're like, oh, no, blah, blah, blah. And now, now look at you scanning the shit out of I us. I think it's... <laughs> for real. I think it's just how I live my life. Like, I'm always the type I like to have answers for things. Or I like to... I, no, not even answers. I like to know what makes people do what they do. And so when you really sit there and think, like, triggers, and then you have to compare to your life and, like, why would I do this? But I can't believe that you would write a letter. Like, okay, would you write a letter knowing that you're going to die and then somebody's going to find it, like, a bunch of years later? Or would you, like, purposely mail a letter to the newspaper or to the police? See, I don't I don't think I would do that. I think, especially if I was, like, young and I wasn't caught, no. But I think I would eventually be, like, tell my grandkids about it or... Uh, I, I feel nope. like it would be more of a deathbed type of letter. I wouldn't tell anyone. I would not write a letter. Like, I would not want... I'll confess, all, I'll confess all my sins how on a would note you... right before I sail off into the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. But how would you feel if, okay, so you didn't write the letter, but your parent did. How would you feel growing up and being oh. older and knowing your parent was a serial killer? Uh, like, would that change anything for you? That would give me Or you'd be like, so damn, my much... mom is hella cool. No. What? I, no. No, absolutely not. I would say, throw that bitch in the clinker. What? You would? For real? Yes. Your own mama. Yes. Because you have to, like, I put myself in the victim's, like, family's, like, shoes. How Mm. would you feel if, like, your family, something happened to one of your family members and you never got closure from that? You never got to know what happened to them. There's no body. Like, 
or there is a body, but you have no idea what happened to them. You don't have no idea. You want, like, closure. Yeah. Even if that person's gone, like, you still want closure. So I would want to give that to that family. Yeah. Or at least like, have a sense of closure. Yeah. Something. I don't think, no, I think if somebody, like, if you killed somebody, I'd, <laughs> I'd tell on your ass. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Snitch. sorry. <laughs> wow. I see how this friendship going to Well, because go. if we don't say anything and they figure out that... my list. And they figure out that we knew, we could be prosecuted for accessories after yeah. the act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's craziness. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy because, there's, I mean, there's also situations where... Um, in the oh my god i think her name is tara reed uh she i think this was in georgia she went missing and like no there's no clues nothing but like a few years later there there was two of her kids or one of her kids that she had in class because she was a school teacher um they were at a party and they were talking about like they it kept being brought up like oh yeah we had something to do with that missing teacher or whatever and nobody ever went to the police it took like 13 years or some shit for them to go to the police and it was like yo why didn't you ever say anything and one of them's like, oh, well, I helped him bury the body, like, on my on my par- on my my family's property. And, like, we burned her and all this shit. But, but it's like, why didn't you go to the police? Yeah. Like, her family, her fucking ex-boyfriend was under um, under investigation for, like, a long time because they thought they, everybody swore he did it. He had nothing mm-hmm. to fucking do with it. And it's like, dude, like, this has affected my life. So, yeah, I would fuck, I'd fucking tell on you, sorry. Yeah. So, don't trust Bernice. <laughs> I don't trust Michelle. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. All in this world. Shut up. <laughs> who are you kidding. trying to murder? Okay, yeah. No, we need to know who okay, she's trying to murder. Okay, can we just put that out there? I'm not a murderer. Like, okay. I don't need this coming back to me. <laughs> I can't even kill a fucking bug, okay? If I anybody, will run. FBI, if you're listening, Christina is not you know a who, murderer. You know who's behind all the coronaviruses in Austin? <laughs> Christina. Bernice. <laughs> Christina. Oh, gosh. She just figured out a way not to get caught. Mm-hmm. Well, that was our episode for today, guys. <laughs> If you're too freaked out to listen to it, I'm just kidding. I'll find you. Um, See, there there you go. There you you go. And man, okay, with your stalker skills and shit. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) She needs to go work for the FBI. Well, no. No, she does not need to work for the FBI. No, she don't trust the government. Don't trust the government. No, she she doesn't need to work for the FBI because she's right under their nose. Yeah. They won't even suspect her. Yeah, no. They're figuring it out. No, Alright guys, we, we gotta know. go, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Y'all should totally check out those serial killers, but don't get any ideas. And would you write a letter? Yeah. No. Would you put your mark? If you write a letter, you dumb as fuck. Would you, would you make your mark or would you confess? Yeah. Like, would you... What, what would you do? Yeah, what would you do? Tell you us just, what? Tell us on our Facebook page. You can't even, like, write a letter from, like... You can't even type up a letter from, like, the public library because they can still track your ass. So, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. You know I love you. Don't be ridiculous. You I know I need you. you. All right, on that note, guys, have a great night. Bye. Bye. Or day. Or day. Girl, I said have a great... Okay. <laughs> And on that note, guys, bye. Bye. bye.